Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 63 and we find ourselves in Numbers 9 and 10, John 5 in the first 18 verses and then in Psalm 27. Now as we begin to look at Numbers, we see that the Passover was regularly celebrated to remind the people that the Lord had indeed saved them from his wrath and secured for them a future, one full of blessing and beauty. The Passover was that reminder that the people are there by the grace of God alone. Now talking about God, can you imagine what must have felt like to see this pillar of cloud and pillar of fire and know the presence of the creator God was amongst the people? It really is astonishing to think about, yet what is more astonishing is that the Lord Jesus dwells in every believer. His presence is with you on all occasions. And that should bring great joy to those who are faithfully walking before Jesus, but also a great challenge to those who have begun to wander away from his commands. I love verse 23 in chapter 9. At God's command, they moved, and at God's command, they stayed. Do you see, not a single journey falls outside the command of God. And something we need to remember in our own lives, we don't get to decide our future. God has already planned it out. Our role is to faithfully listen to the command and be obedient in our response. Now, after all these commands and principles set before the people, it comes to that great moment, the time when the people leave Mount Sinai and travel toward the promised land of God. The people moved on with great confidence in the Lord, and we'll see in the coming days how that journey went on. But for now, we head into John's Gospel. And what strikes me about the story of healing at Bethesda is that the individual had pretty much given up. He had been there for decades, and it seems like he had made little effort to be healed. And even when Jesus asked if he wanted to be healed, the response was a reason as to why he hadn't really been healed in the past. It wasn't an excited response of, is it really possible? Yes, please, can I be healed right now? It was more of a, well, I guess so. The next striking thing, though, is that Jesus didn't need the pool of water or a process to heal the man. All Jesus had to do was speak, and this man was healed. What incredible power there is in the words of Jesus. Words we saw in Genesis that could create. Words we saw in Exodus that could destroy. And now words we see in John that can heal. The third striking element is the reaction to such a healing. For the healing was not the focus, but the day it was done on ended up being the focus. It was the Sabbath, and the Jews were less than impressed. This man has been healed. He is walking when he had been for decades paralysed. Yet all they could see is that Jesus had done it on the Sabbath. This is when religion gets twisted. The compassion of our Lord is quashed for the sake of strict obedience to a law that the people abused for their own power over and over and over again. Before judging both the man and the Jews too harshly, consider your reaction in life. Do you still wallow in sin when the Lord has already given you victory over sin? Do you still come to the Lord's commands as duties rather than a privilege to please our Lord by living a life of faithful service? I find that both these reactions of the man and of the Jews help focus my mind on how I respond to the Lord, for I want to respond in faithful obedience and I need the Spirit's guidance to do so each day in my life. Now we have Psalm 27 to finish off our day. It is likely that this psalm was written when David was exiled and desired for his home in the holy city. He gazed upon it and desired it. Verse 4, he wanted to once again dwell in the place of the Lord that he would be able to gaze upon the wonders of God in that holy temple. For the king, the Lord truly was his salvation. He was protecting his life each day. The king recognises this wonderful saving grace of the Lord. 
So he no longer fears, nor does he lack confidence. Instead, as he says in verse 14, he will wait for deliverance from the Lord. He will remain strong and courageous for the Lord, because one day the Lord will return this exile to the holy temple, and he will once again gaze upon the beauty of the Lord. Now, when we apply this to ourselves, we need to look beyond our present circumstances and look to our eternal home with the King. Jesus has been victorious, and we will one day reign with him on high. We can be confident and courageous for the Lord has already won. We must be a patient people, patiently waiting a little bit longer than just the next day or the next day, because one day we will enjoy the splendour of heaven with Jesus. Let's close out today by praying. Father, we do praise you that we know the truth that is Jesus Christ, the eternal sacrifice, the eternal lamb sacrificed for us so that we would be saved from the wrath of God, saved from sin, saved from guilt, saved from death. And Father, we praise you that we know Jesus as Lord and Saviour. We pray that we would respond to Jesus in faithful obedience, that we would be heartfelt in our response, that it would mean something to us, that we wouldn't grow apathetic like the man or religious in nature like the Jewish people here, but we would be heartfelt in our response of obedience. Father, we pray that we would continue in confidence and assurance, just like the psalmist, for we know the Lord has a plan for us. We pray this in his name. Amen.